Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. I am looking forward to visiting uh, with Michelle Towns and Karen Wingert, who are here with Caring Hearts and Hands Hospice Home. We had representatives on the program back in February ahead of the home actually opening, but the uh, new end-of-life home has been celebrating its opening, and ladies, correct me if I'm wrong, the doors open in late April? Actually, we um, set up for our first referrals May 1st. We got a referral right away. And we have just served 16 families so far, and our 17th family is coming today. That's uh, that's pretty good when you've only been open for a few months there. Exactly. So, uh, what has the experience been like so far? Oh, my gosh. It has been incredible. Our families have been wonderful to be with and to share this journey with. And um, we are looking forward to serving many more families. Well, let's talk about that. Michelle, what is the mission for Caring Hearts and Hands? And it's important work that I feel like the organization does. And I know people that have experienced it in the past, have gone through this uh, with Caring Hearts, are very appreciative of the work that you do. And it's not easy work. No, it is not. Our home is filled with love and compassion, and we are there to provide a comfortable home where the physical, emotion, and spiritual needs of our guests and their families are met with compassion, love, and respect. We have 24, seven-day-a-week care. Most of our care is run by volunteers. Our home is uh, open 24-7. During the day, we have shifts for volunteer house moms and volunteer (laughs) caregivers. Our shifts are 8 to 12, 12 to 4, and 4 to 8. So we are indeed looking for more volunteers. As you would imagine, with how many families we've been serving, we're always in need of more volunteers. And it's super easy to become a volunteer. And I know if you step up and consider it, you too will fall in love with the home and the agency itself and its mission. And the way to go about applying to be a volunteer is through the website? That or is, is correct. There, is that there is a phone correct. number they can call as well? Uh, mostly through the website. There's a form located on the website, and it's caringheartandhands.org. Not hearts, it's caringheartandhands.org. Okay. There's a way, uh, there's a form on there that you know, kind of guide you along. What What are you uh, skilled at doing? You know, we have a lot of retired nurses that are the caregivers and uh, the house volunteers are just people that l- like to love on families, cook, <laughs> clean, you know, just be with the families and support them while they're there with their loved one who is in, in the last stage of their life. How long has the uh, Columbia chapter been in existence? Just, uh, well, May 1st. May May 1st. 1st, So really it coincides with the opening of the home. Right. And we are one of two homes like this in the state of Missouri. The other one's in Joplin. So we brought a very unique and loving way for this last journey, the end of life journey. 
And if uh, we are only one of like two in the state, what model did we look at? Or was this something that we kind of conceived locally and, and saw it through to the end on, on, on a local level? No, this has been in the making for many years. That's what I thought. Yeah. Two incredible nurses decided this was their mission. And they went around to different homes. The primary I think the original home might have been in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and they sent, they went there and spent some time and took notes, and they've helped us develop our mission and our caring system. What are the different kinds of resources that you provide at the home? Well, they can expect to be greeted by wonderful volunteers that can show them around the home. Uh, one of my favorite stories is when uh, David, one of our patients or guest was there and he came into the home and they wheeled him in he was being served at Boone Hospital and they wheeled Dave in and first thing he did is he looked at me and he said I can't believe I get to spend the last week of my life in this beautiful home (laughs) so that's that's near and dear to me I, I like the house to feel good to feel inviting warm, smell good. You know, we cook in there. Uh, we feed our, our families, not just the guests that's, uh, you know, in the end of life, but we help nurture the families, which is something that's near and dear to my heart because they're struggling. Sure, they of are course struggling. they are. Um, you know, our referrals come from hospice care workers. We uh, take in only referrals that come from a hospice care nurse. So, you know, we know that when they come to us, they're most likely in their last 30 days of life. Do those referrals come just from uh, hospitals here locally, or do they come from all aspects of Missouri? Pretty much all aspects of Missouri. I know that we've served uh, somebody, yeah, I think. Certainly, yeah, certainly Boone County, Centralia. Mexico. Yeah, Mexico, Ashland. We've had Mm -hmm. several Mm -hmm. families from Ashland. Mm Mm-hmm. How many families at a given time can you accommodate? Is it one at a time? Is it more than that? It's two. Okay. We can um, accommodate two families. We have two bedrooms that our guests stay in, and then we have bedrooms downstairs if the families want to spend the night. We can accommodate them and um, try to meet all the family's needs also. Our, our idea is that we are actually a social model. We're not medical, so the hospice teams stay active um but they can't be there 24 7 right and we can be there 24 7 um but we still work very closely with the hospice sure Mm -hmm. but you're there on the front line dealing with you know there's the physical ailments and that reality to it but then there's also the grief element to it Mm -hmm. and that can be the trickier slope Mm -hmm. sometimes to deal with and that's where you guys come into play And I have to believe that's both rewarding Mm. and uh, can be at times difficult to kind of have to deal with that on a day-in, day-out basis. But that's what we do. (laughs) And And with a smile. And we're really good. (laughs) That's fantastic. And with a smile and wide-open hearts and hands. In terms of staff, how many do we currently have? We have uh, three paid staff our operations manager, and then we have two night paid staff from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. Uh, volunteers, you know, are, are not there, but we do have a paid staff taking care of the patients. 
Um, the rest is all volunteers, all volunteers. Mm-hmm. And I love that the shifts are short. You can stay as long as you want, but the shifts are short so that you're not committing your full day to be there. Um, but yes, our need for volunteers is probably uh, one of our number one needs right now. We have been working on trying to get more, you know, doing some open houses, et cetera. But, you know, it's it's just crucial to our mission to have Mm-hmm. People that have an open heart and want to be there to help these families. And we're getting there. You know, it just takes time to build up volunteers. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. If you sacrifice your dream for the sake of satisfying someone else, that can often lead to ongoing resentment, which then poisons a relationship subtly, slowly, but it does. And if he doesn't want to let you down, then your dreams matter. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. I know it's a general type of question, and you've covered it to some degree, but what are some of the personalized touches? What are some of the ways that you help somebody, you know, become more comfortable in that final stretch? Oh, I think just being there and being there for the family, you know, going into the room, introducing yourself and letting them know that uh, you're here for them and here for the their family we've allowed uh family members to bring in their pet Mm -hmm. so that they could see their loved one it's just been amazing to see how much love and care that is given to not just the patient but to the families to me absolutely and we have a dining area if families want to have their meals together they can either bring it in or they can cook there we have a beautiful kitchen and um it's just been time together and the other thing i want to say is that our services are totally free. Mm -hmm. There is no cost to the family. We did this on purpose. Um, This oftentimes is a huge financial strain, emotional, and then kick in the financial strain of a chronic illness. Um, And it's totally free because people donate. We have fundraisers, which I think Michelle's going to talk about. And it's just a service totally, as we use the word so often, service out of love and caring. Is there a, a demand? I would imagine when you only can have, uh, you know, accommodate two families at a time, it's a free resource that people can access. I would think there's a lot of interest in this. What's the process for them to kind of get in that line? And uh, how long of a waiting list? I mean, I, I know we're kind of dealing with limited well, times here, yeah. but, uh, you know, just how busy are you? Well, we're pretty full all the time and um, the hospice has to do the referral that's how this whole thing gets initiated are they looking at finances and that kind of thing when they consider that or no I don't think that really has anything to do with it all right Um, they're just looking for a place where families can get a rest Mm -hmm. and be together and be the family instead of the caregiver and Mm -hmm. let us be the caregiver Mm -hmm. And where is the uh, new home located? 1307 West Broadway. So you'll find it right there, there in the heart of town. You need uh, funding. You can't do it on your own. And we'll talk about donations, but you hinted at a fundraiser. Michelle, you have more details about that coming up? Well, most of our uh, funding is through private donations, which we're very blessed to have several great funders. And, um, And then also we have a event called Lights for Love, 
and that's on October 28th. And there's three different sponsorship levels that you can uh, sign up for that. So that's one. They did it last year, and we're pretty successful last year. And so we're hoping this year we'll even be more successful in raising some funds. What is that, Michelle? What is Lights for Love? It's actually a luminary event. So when you're processing and want to remember your loved ones, uh, there's beautiful lanterns that go up and you can sponsor a lantern and uh, it's all lit up luminary style candles and stuff. So when you walk out, yeah, it's Stevens Park, correct? Yeah, it's at Bethel this year. Bethel this year, good to know. First two years was at Stevens Lake. Mm -hmm. So it's just a a great way to honor your loved one and to gather with families Mm -hmm. that, you know, have been in the same situation as you have. And we also do Como Gives, which is the big fundraiser in December where there's December 1st or the end of the year, uh, you know, Como Gives is very popular within uh, lots of nonprofits. There's probably 170 nonprofits. Yes, and can benefit nonprofits uh, greatly. Yes, and, yes. And I know that uh, last time I had someone on with the group back in February, they were talking about an, an art auction. Yes, that is another fundraising event. Yes, we did do that as well, and that was fairly successful as well. You know, we're just trying to figure out the best way to raise the funds, and you know, obviously, when our families pass, there's been some wonderful donations to the agency that way too. It's obviously it's not asked for; it's just something that they felt led to do because of the service that we provided them at Caring Hearts, Caring Hands. there's just been a variety of ways to make this work, and so far it has. But obviously, there's need for funds as well as volunteers with any nonprofit, you know. Well, we're going to bring it home with that, but uh, the Lights for Love is coming up when? How soon is that? That's October 28th. Okay, well, we'll be sure. So there'll sure be and... more information on that uh, webpage, too, and we about will that. definitely pass it along to our listeners when Thank that information you. becomes available. Uh, we want to help you out with that event. Um, but let's talk about donations. Donations and volunteers. You mentioned the website being a way that somebody could, uh, if they have an interest in volunteering, they can go to the website mm-hmm. and get that information. Mm-hmm. That's also a good place to make a donation, correct? That is correct, <laughs> of course. Uh, that is correct. Um, there is training to become a volunteer, and you can also uh, just come on over and you can job shadow. Right. You could job shadow yeah. Karen for a four-hour shift and say, see if this is something that you're comfortable with. You know, you could job shadow me and watch me clean the toilet, see if you're yeah. comfortable yeah. with that. There you go. You know, it, it's all the same. <laughs> you know, I love it. My husband's always like, why do you like going over there and cleaning and doing the laundry? I said, I don't know. The house just feels the different. Goes, just you don't even like good. to do that at our own house. But there That's is right. just, it's yeah, you're, good. You're, you're decent <laughs> people and you like helping others. Thank you. I mean, that's yes. really what it comes down yeah. to. Because that, I think, uh, for a lot of us, that in of itself is its own reward. Oh, amen. You know? Yeah, and, it uh, is. I think for those of us that volunteer, you know, that is exactly its own reward. You're not doing it for monetary reasons. No. You're doing it to help someone yes. and a very important time. And I have so much admiration for what you do. Let me ask you, uh, Karen, before we wrap it up here, what's been the most rewarding aspect of this for you personally? I just have to say it's the families and certainly our guests. Um, there's not one thing. It's just a whole feeling of being there and, and being able to do whatever this family needs. We can do it. 
And Michelle, I guess I would ask the same of you. What's been rewarding for you so far? And then we'll get into mentioning the uh, website one more time. <laughs> well, I echo Karen on all, all those things that she said so beautifully about the, uh, for me, uh, helping set up the home was very rewarding to me. That's something I love to do. I love to decorate. I love to repurpose. I love for a home to feel warm and caring. And for me, that was part that that's what drew me into it. Somebody asked me to come over and help do that. And then I got to learn more and more about the agency. And then I fell in love with the mission. My first thing was I fell in love with the house and how yeah. beautiful it could be. It could. It and, wasn't and, until Michelle got well, there. Well, it, it, it had a great, it had it a did. lot of loveliness to it. Do not, St. Raymond's yes. Society had had this yes. home before we, we uh, have the home. So it had a lot of beautiful elements, but we just made it. It just feels like a home. Mm-hmm, you walk mm-hmm. in and everybody's like, this house is just amazing. Is the office located in the home? Yes, yeah. it's the entryway where we also have a family room or living room seating with a fireplace. And then Casey, our operations manager, sits right there, too. So we should probably pass along the hours of operation in terms of when the public can drop yes, by. Yes, uh, I would say the best time would be anywhere between 9 and 5. All right. Um, uh, yes. And if our listeners want to make a donation, Absolutely. if they want to volunteer their time, if they want more information about your mission and what you do, what is that website again? It is www.caringheartandhands.org. You are correct. You want to get that first <laughs> S out of there, so type it out, Well, Caring. only because I messed that up at one well, point. Well, the good then. thing is the uh, the Google algorithm will uh, see right through that and direct you to the right website either way, uh, because I guarantee you I typed it in that way as well. Yeah. Ladies, yeah. it's been a joy uh, meeting with you in person, and I want to wish you continued success with the hospice home, and uh, we will continue to stay in touch with each other and help promote your fundraisers coming up and thank you for your time thank you thank you for this opportunity all right that is karen wingert michelle towns with caring hearts and hands hospice home again the website caringheartandhands.org you can make a donation there you can volunteer your time to the organization they would appreciate that they need that and you can learn more about what they do the important work that they do here in our own backyard this is news talk 98.9 fm and 1400 a.m kfru Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? She is the least credible person I may have ever seen on camera. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Guys, not everything is 40 chess. Why can't we just laugh? Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. We all know I'm the number one rapper in the world thanks to Facts by Tom McDonald. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen.